0: henshin time welcome back to another episode of henshin time i'm jeff
1: i'm still ross
0: and today we're talking about osama sentai king ojer episode 13 the angry spider
1: not spider-man
0: no this episode was just seemed a little less than usual
1: yeah it seemed like this should have been like a Episode twelve point five.
0: Yeah, it 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 felt more of a breather episode, which I'm fine with. Well, yeah, because you episode. can't
1: always have episodes that are constantly bombarding you. Yeah, because if you make your if you make your viewers keep going,
0: what, what, yeah,
1: they're gonna eventually turn channels.
0: <laughs> so obviously, we know Jeremy is, as of last couple episodes, we talked about this. Just a little recap. He, he's the birth of a the sixth one, of the, the original sixth, and a Bugnarok mother. Yeah. And last episode we got the story how he his father was erased from t- uh the history books because of the their coupling. Yeah. And uh now it's more he's trying to get Jeremy's trying to get both bugnarok and humans to kind of coexist. I mean that that seems to be his purpose.
1: Yeah, cuz he he wants to be have peace amongst both races.
0: Yeah. But now it's ex- uh accepted as a sort of ally to the Osama Sentai, King Odrus Jeremy decides to prod Yanma to get an interesting story leaving the uh, and he ends up leaving the venomix shooter which it took him a little bit you know we got a little more backstory on Jin we got to see the back of Jin we didn't see his face yet Jin uh, which is Yanma's teacher yes um, so we know that the what is it necropolis necropolis Nakospa, yeah, that's a necropolis. Nakospa <laughs> was destroyed 13 years ago, and it was ravaged more than most of the kingdoms. It just looked like a pile of
1: it was mess. A pile of mess. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I show you.
0: And uh, <laughs> he's like, "I got you a computer to young Yama," because we get a little, little uh, flashback, and he's like, "Ooh, thank you." And he's like, "Yeah, everything you need is in that pile." And we kind of get an inspirational story, you know, because he's trying to can uh, Yama's. I guess second in command or like his I want to say butler but his like his partner yeah was like uh, well you know you got to get to get to know him you know because he wanted to study his Venomix shooter because it creates illusions uh, so when it says fake you know because it hit him and he's like ah it's on fire and yeah, he was, was like wait it's not, it's not hot, hot. It's,
1: like, it's not supposed to be
0: well it was it looks like fire but it's, it's a just f- a fake it's an illusion yeah Um, so he's like, I kind of want to study it, but he's like, this is something precious to me. He, he did that thing where he reads in between the lines again, he's like, you know, this is something that, you know, I can't just give away. There's a lot of history to it. That doesn't mean it's sentimental value to you. How, how should someone know, you know, it was given to you. Um, but so he leaves it in the president's hands. Yama having been ordered along with the storyteller to appear before Heracles. If and if he didn't, he was going to be declared as a traitor, like Gira has. He decides to pull off a prank with this weapon, and this this episode was more comedic, right? So the whole illusion piece was just to build like a a thing that uh, like one of those. What's his kingdom? So Hachioji's kingdom has those things they sit on, which are mats, right? It's it's like a seat, it's a cushion, yeah. And so he designed he he created an illusion that when you sit on it, it's just like a big whoopee cushion, except it actually like releases like fart gas. And he thought, yeah, I'm going to make you look like a fool Rackleys. But, uh, instead when he brings it right, he, uh, a mishap happens. It was too heavy. (laughs) It was too heavy. And then he dropped it. Um, and then Yama jumps in the way to jump kick yeah, him he, out of the he, way. He drop kicks and then him he realizes and looks down. He's like, oh, I'm just going to land on this. Like, so he's oh. like, I might as well do it gracefully. So he crosses his legs and like sits on it. And you get the whole, yeah, boom, the fart sound.
1: Everybody laughed too. Yeah. Except for Reckles, He just in this. Yeah.
0: And Jeremy.
1: It's like, it's like, does he not laugh? Yeah. It's like.
0: But when he was coming, it was funny because when he was coming up with a the plan, they were like, oh, that brain's just to come up with that, you know. Mm-hmm <laughs>
1: spit it out of Gero, maybe.
0: But the only person that really didn't take it, I guess, like as a joke, or as he took it more serious, was Jeremy. Um, so obviously things escalate kind of quickly, um, and they go sideways, uh, leading Jeremy to use his powers to teach Yama and the others a lesson. Uh, <clears throat> and then this episode, we do see uh, Deathrock at the be- like towards the beginning, kind of healing up, and we know that. The three shoe gods are still cap captured in those. They're still in their. In their crystal yeah, they're in, form. no. They're in the. No, they're not in crystal form. They're in capsules. They don't have crystal forms.
1: Well, whatever the, that that gem looking thing is.
0: No, that's not it. They were they were captured last three like three episodes ago. Oh, Because they and they, they them. were cap they were captured in uh, cocoons. Hmm. Those those crystals are able to summon them. Oh. That's the point of the crystals.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Because I was like, why would they shrink back down yeah. to the little...
0: No, they don't shrink. <laughs> uh, but, so, um, the episode leads into him getting really distorted by this, uh, ya- uh, by Yama using this as a as a trick, you know, this gift that he gave him. You can study it. Uh, then we later s- find out that it was actually a gift from his mother.
1: Yeah, his mom made it for him. Yeah. That means, that means our barrel boy Jeremy's a mama's boy.
0: Yeah. It's just this was an interesting episode, um, to say the least, because it's the first time we've seen a sixth. Well, not the first, but you know, in this kind of era that we're in, you know, the sixth usually gets his mech, then does the big mech in the same episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so we obviously know we got tarantula, the tarantula shoe god, and then we also saw, uh, I want to say it's a cicada shoe god and yeah, a caterpillar. It.
1: 'Cause they, they went up and did something.
0: Mm-hmm. So and it this catches the eyes of Himena cause she says, Is that what I think it is? Yeah. So she So she, I think our theory is correct she
1: that did have flashbacks.
0: Yeah. I think our theory is correct uh that most likely, you know, that Cicada God was involved and or Jeremy was involved in yeah. the death of her parents. Well
1: he might have been pulling the strings as we had said. Yeah. But the tarantula is actually cool. It's weird because it it looks like it's got more to it than just, just a straight spider.
0: It does. Like
1: it has kind of like a torso.
0: It does. It changes into, obviously... Every sixth ranger is going to have a mech that turns into a giant mech. And that's what I meant.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's it's, like turn, it, it's going
0: to turn into a giant mech. Yeah. Because uh,
1: that would mean the other two would form the arms and legs.
0: But we do get a, a Doombot... Almost. But, uh, um, it's Jerajim, uh, God Hop, which is what God Hop, Hopper destroyed in episode eight. Yeah, the monster. Uh, but turns out to be just a mere illusion. He's, so he's able to, because he, he his opening line, and it's a docile.
1: Very new Docile
0: Bugnarok monster.
1: He's, what I would have thought was going to come from our additional hero was he was going to be the kind of like, oh. Yeah,
0: quiet. Like, and it's uh, like, wait, why shy. is this
1: guy real shy and timid? It's like. Yeah even even uh des disconnect the aether what the heck is his numerical place yeah it's like you j- j- just died it's like right jeez
0: but we do get like kind of like a bait and switch with Jeremy seemingly destroying Jirajim. only to be revealed at the end of the episode that he saved uh Kaijim for his uh for his own purpose
1: cuz he had to, he cuz of he recognized the indifference in him
0: yeah which is cool and he thought they could get along um,
1: well and Jeremy was pissed
0: yeah this episode just in, entirely was just downplayed which I'm fine with breather episode we need it um, I mean it was quite a bit more comedy than prior episodes and barely moves the plot forward but it ends on a serious note as Jeremy takes all of the team's ogre calibers
1: and he doesn't just take them he kind of kicks their but, ass So it's like literally fights each one of them off and it's like you don't deserve this yeah, and right. he didn't
0: just do it, like, just to take them. He did it out of anger.
1: Yeah. I mean, I uh, like, and
0: then takes the... Because he did gift the three crystals. Yeah. He to, took
1: each of theirs back. It's like,
0: he had one, the Bugnarok had one, and Gira had one.
1: Yeah, because he had which was what, Hopper.
0: Which, reading between the lines again, is was meant to be like a peace yeah. offering.
1: It's like, well, I'll give you one of each, mm-hmm. but you have to play nice.
0: I mean, so I think you know, I don't know for sure, but I want to say Rita. Rita seems to be a little more
1: yeah. than what
0: she is, and I and you don't get a lot from this episode. And I'm only bringing that up because I want to say that she's prop. She has a different colored eye. She might be a half, a half of a half of a bugnarok.
1: She could be a descendant, though, maybe like the second generation.
0: Yeah, but. um... Uh, Unfortunately, Jeremy curb stomps the hell out of him. I mean, uh, even Rita, like he knocks her back. And we do get to see more of his web shooting abilities. It's and it seems to, and it's not it doesn't just come in, out of his hand though. It it comes to it seem we don't know. It comes out of his sides. It comes out of his That's hands. It comes out of his arms. His it, I think he's just able to produce it anywhere. Maybe. So but planet. it was really cool because we got to see the Spider-Man looking. It was actually, it it was was really actually cool. cooler than Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. Because <laughs> he, <laughs> he takes their Oger calibers, or I'm sorry, he strings them, uh, was it Hachi Oger and Kamakiri, yeah. and he throws them back yeah. with it. And I was like, wow, what a Spider-Man move to do. Because he does that. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man does that, where he throws people back. But we do get a foreshadowing. Shaikara points out that Yama using the Venomex shooter power to prank Reckles will cause an international incident, which it obviously mm-hmm. did. Um man, I, I just think I think reading between the lines uh, I hope Jeremy gets used to spelling it out for people cuz not everyone reads between the lines.
1: I think it's going to I think we that's going to be his story arc. <laughs> mm-hmm. That we're going to get his is going to be the one that overbranches. But then you'll get, we're gonna start to get the character branches before we get his grand story where he kind of goes okay I'm not dealing with people that have been around for thousands upon thousands of years I got to speak in more common terms to these people yeah that he is it's, it's like when you're when your grandparents try to tell you stories and you're like what
0: <laughs> true but we we do get to see like I said we get to see the uh his shoe gods that he's partnered with and What's interesting is that Jeremy was able to pull him out of the cocoon. So he throw like his mech throw like shoots out the webs mm-hmm. into the ground and throws them up. Yeah, cool. you know to the surface, and they they fight with him. Yeah. So obviously, Jeremy, being someone who can probably hear them, just like Gira can. Oh
1: yeah. Well, it seemed like they were <clears throat> almost that like they were whipped whipped into the battle. Yeah. But like they didn't want to, but they were kind of.
0: No, they fought with him because even Gear. So I'm going to start off with this: the tarantula comes from the sky, it's came strange. from down from the sky, which was really weird.
1: Which asked the question: Where was the connection?
0: Right, and then, <laughs> and then in the end of the battle, after you know we see the tarantula kind of jumping around in Shugadam, yeah. fighting the the monsters. You know, he goes back up. And he says, join me. And they do. And Gira even says, where are they going? Is he taking them? Like, is he controlling? Jimena says, he must be controlling them. And Gira says, no, they said they're going with him.
1: Oh, shit.
0: They'd follow him. And then all you see is kind of him and his mech, and it's facing out to the sky.
1: Yeah.
0: So I don't know.
1: Which leads to a really cool shot. Yeah. I thought, ironically, I thought when I first saw the image before all this, I thought there was something on his back, like it was part of his design, only to then find out, Yeah, it's the caliber's wrapped up.
0: Exactly. Because
1: yeah. it's in like a, like a spider net.
0: Yeah. It's like, wow.
1: Even that looks cool. <laughs> it's like... Mm-hmm. But we do
0: get some funny parts with Gira. You know, we don't leave out. They don't leave out Gira and the rest of the guys. They were trying to look for the the three greater spirits, great Shugod spirits that were captured. Yeah, um, which they said was buried, which was buried underneath Shugadam. And in order for Gira to enter into Shugadam, they had they to disguise him. Dead. Yeah, they still think he's dead. They had to disguise him, so they disguised him as him and his butler.
1: Yeah, but who was this, like twenty eight years old? Yeah.
0: Like. <laughs> so he had to play that role and it's funny because you get that like little bubble like it's his in yeah. his head it's like... and it's really just him doing like motions and stuff like <laughs> like being gira yeah. and then Jimena looking at him like yo shut up stop being gira and be my butler like give me there. my weapon <laughs> i don't grab my weapon give me my weapon he gets on all knees he's like go for it <laughs>
1: It would have been hilarious if they actually would have shown him Henshin disguised as the butler. Right. Been but like, wait, something ain't right here. It just the way he plays up the character. I'm glad they kept him in there.
0: Oh, yeah. And so from all of that, right, you know, that's pretty much the whole episode. I mean, it was... Yeah, it, was it was quick. Yeah, it was really quick. It was brief. It had a few plot points where, like, it felt like it was... It was setting up the next story, the next episode, which it always will, which is together with Mufin, uh, <laughs> which we get a little more backstory on It's a on movie, Rita episode. Yeah. Well, it's not just a Rita episode. It's a hem- it's heavily Jimena, though. If you look at the if you look at the pre-show, pre- yeah, the preview of the episode, it, it kind of she's like visiting her parents graves. Because she knows that cicada. Because remember when she was a little girl, she ran and she saw the guy holding on to like which seemed to be nothing, and then the cicada shoe god flew off.
1: So if you see, which is the same
0: cicada cicada shoe god that we've seen in this episode, and he was cloaked like he was in the last in.
1: He was more cloaked. He had more of that whole. uh, Yeah, you couldn't see. You could.
0: You couldn't even see his uh, his mask. If it is him, you couldn't see the mask, but it did poke out. So, it most likely was Jeremy.
1: Yeah. That's funny. There's there's even a quote that we can't technically quote, but it's hilarious from the uh, Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: But, yeah, so Jimena recognizes Guardian Cicada, who was uh, being manipulated by God Tarantula. And this is the same type of shoe God that was present at the time of her parents' murder. She accuses Jeremy as the culprit of the Wrath of God incident and decides to fight him. As Ishbana was revealed to be the producer of Rita's favorite anime series, Mascot, Muffin, they begin to investigate its secrets. And that's the next episode. That's the synopsis of the episode. Muffin. Yeah.
1: She's got a Muffin button. (laughs) Oh, King, Orger, King, order is going to be good. I, oh
0: yeah, the I, fight I, scenes were fantastic, like always.
1: I'm waiting for season the season finale for the series is going to be interesting. Yeah, because it's. Just I just really hope it's. F-
0: I just. I truly hope the season finale isn't anticlimactic.
1: I want to say, where the hell is Rackles? <laughs> I mean, he's got an old, older caliber of his own. Why the hell didn't he do shit?
0: Well, because it's, in this episode, that he's that, like he said with um, bringing it, bringing in that the monster yeah. on accident. And it's funny because he's like, I'm going to play this off like it was him who tried to prank you. Well, yeah,
1: because he was disguised as Yanma's buddy.
0: Yeah. It's like, really? And uh, <laughs> I mean, this this episode was totally just for laughs and just meant to be comedic, but also somewhat serious. So we did get a little bit, you know, like I said, she left him with multiple gifts, which is the tarantula face or the, the gear that holds onto his face. Which ended up being the Changer mm-hmm. and then the Venom Shooter, which seems to have the ability to produce illusions.
1: Well, So whenever we threakies. see fake,
0: whenever it says fake, it was an illusion. So that means when he was fighting Death Narok and he was fighting him and he shot him and it looked like he destroyed him and it said fake. Yep. That was because the purpose was he maybe he can't kill
1: hmm.
0: or he can't hurt, or, or he want doesn't to. want to hurt either or. Yeah.
1: That's probably what it is. He doesn't yeah. want to hurt.
0: Yeah.
1: Or he doesn't it's, want to kill. But like he doesn't. said,
0: you really need a, he told Yama, you really need to be hurt. Like you need to be, hmm. you need to get your butt whooped. Yeah. And that's when he actually shot him. And he, you can see him flying. Because he, yeah, he strung it. him up by both hands, execution style, and shot him.
1: Man. And that, I can't believe Yama would have done something like that.
0: I mean, like but you name. don't think about it, you know? So True. I, mean, I hope that Jeremy wasn't the cause of the wrath of the gods with the Shoe oh, Gods. Oh, that maybe
1: caused the wrath?
0: Caused the wrath. Because the Shoe Gods, some of, a lot of the Shoe Gods went apparently rampaged.
1: Oh, shit, they pissed him off.
0: Like No, not Jeremy pissed him off, like he caused them to do it. Because no. obviously he, he knows how to control them and or talk to them. So he, But he's the guy pulling the strings, apparently, so we don't know yet. That
1: seems to be the phrase that pays.
0: Yeah. <laughs> pulling the strings.
1: <laughs> and that's a wrap on another episode of Henshin Time. We hope you enjoyed geeking out with us as much as we enjoyed geeking out with each other.
0: And we did. And remember, whether you're a longtime fan or a newcomer to the world of tokusatsu, there's always something new to discover and appreciate. So keep exploring keep watching, and keep listening.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platforms. It helps us reach more listeners and keep the conversation going.
0: And thanks for tuning in. And until next time, it's engine time.